السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلل فلا هادي له وشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد All praise and thanks is due to Allah Azza wa Jal Peace and salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdullah Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayh Peace and salutations upon his family, upon his friends And upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum Alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah We praise and we thank Allah Azza wa Jal For granting us to see another month of Ramadan And how quick the time has gone Just a moment ago we were speaking about welcoming the month of Ramadan And now when we look at it once again We see that we have reached or we are going to reach the half of the month of Ramadan and before we look at it we will be speaking about the night of power Laylatul Qadr and then we will be speaking about the days of Eid and this as the month of Ramadan has flown this is how our lives goes as well O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we're going to look at something which is extremely important and many people they tend to pay close attention to the pillar of Islam during the month of Ramadan and as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said Bunyal Islam ala khams that Islam is based on five pillars Shahadatu Allah ilaha illallah that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. And that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the final messenger of Allah. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said, Wa salah. And to establish salah. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said, And to pay or to give your zakah. Or translated in English as the arms taxes. And this bi'idhnillahi ta'ala will be our discussion or our topic, our khutbah for today. And as we know, if one pages through the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Quran, you will find that the word zakah, many times it comes with the word salah. And many verses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says وَأَقِيمُ الصَّلَاةُ وَآتُ الزَّكَةِ That establish salah And pay and give your zakah So this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
it draws a close connection. And as we know, salah is something extremely important in the life of a mu'min. As well as, now we see that zakah also has something important in the life of a believer. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions to us and He says, يُحْمَا عَلَيْهَا فِي النَّارِ جَهَنَّمَ فَتُكْوَى بِهَا جِبَاهُهُمْ وَجُنُوبُهُمْ وَذُهُورُهُمْ هَذَا مَا كَنَزْتُمْ لِأَنفُسِكُمْ فَذُوكُوا مَا كُنْتُمْ تَكْنِزُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says in Surah At-Tawbah that the day will come when the treasures will be heated up in the fire of Jahannam and the foreheads sides and their backs will be branded with it. It will be said to them, this is the treasure that you hoarded for yourselves. Now taste what you have hoarded. So from here, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is explaining to us that there is this facet or there is the spirit of Islam which is known as zakah. And we're not going to discuss the fiqhi issues of zakah. We're not going to discuss how, how do I calculate my zakah. No. Because the Jummah is not for that. But the Jummah is rather as an encouragement. It is rather as a reminder it is sometimes rather used as a warning. So if you want to learn, for example, how to make salah, or you want to learn how to go on hajj, then you need to attend a class. But as for the Jummah, then this is not the time and place to discuss or to look at fiqh masail. So as we see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse, He speaks to those people who they hoard and they amass their wealth. So if you have wealth for a period of one year and you've reached what is known as the nisab, then you cannot hoard that money. So 2.5% of your wealth needs to be paid to a group of people which we will see a bit later. So from the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over the believers with regards to paying their zakah is the following. Al-ikhlas, sincerity. So the first thing with regards to ibadah, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it's paying my zakah, whether it's fasting in the month of Ramadan, whether it's going on hajj or umrah, whatever type of ibadah I'm doing, whether I'm reciting Quran, I'm giving sadaqah, whatever I might find myself in doing and worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first thing is, Al-Ikhlas Sincerity And 
the opposite of sincerity is Ria. Is showing off. And in today's time, it is so easy to show off. I make a pot of food for the poor. I start showing, taking pictures. I give someone, I give an organization certain money, I stand and I take pictures. Then the pictures aren't just for myself, then it's on my WhatsApp status, it's on my Instagram status, it's on TikTok, whatever other social media there is. And this is a problem. A ria, because it eats away from our deeds. So the first thing we say that is ikhlas for any ibadah to be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sincere. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ And even though they were only commanded to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone with sincerity, devotion to Him in all uprightness. So, Al-Ikhlas. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions in a hadith Qudsi, and he says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, I am the one who is most free from want of partners. He who does a thing for the sake of someone else besides me, I discard him and his polytheism. Meaning that if you do ibadah, and whatever type of ibadah you do, it is only for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't make salah and now I know somebody sitting next to me, so I beautify my salah. Oh, I'm reciting Quran and I hear someone walks into the masjid and mashallah, now I start making tahseen of my soul. Now I start beautifying my soul, my voice. No. Because if you do this for the sake of other people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of qiyamah is going to tell you what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to tell you now, O slave of Allah, now you go fetch your reward by fulan and fulana. Go fetch your reward by this person and that person. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he also says, and he informs us and he says, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَّاتِ That actions are judged, are only judged by its intention. So, if I intend to do something and to show off, to do it so that people can say, MashaAllah, what a pious person, MashaAllah, what a wealthy person, then this is what I will get rewarded for. So showing off, it has a major impact on spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether it is my wajib, which is my zakah, or whether it is a voluntary act. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says to us in Surah An-Nisa, وَلَا يَدْفَعُهُمْ لِذَلِكَ إِيمَانُهُمْ بِاللَّهِ تَعَالَى That's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now he explains and he says in Surah An-Nisa verse number 38, وَالَّذِينَ يُنْفِكُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ رِئَاءَ النَّاسِ وَلَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَلَا بِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَنْ يَكُنِ الشَّيْطَانُ لَهُ قَرِيبًا فَسَاءَ قَرِيبًا Allah says, and likewise for those 
They are those who they spend their wealth to show people that I spent my wealth. And they do not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nor do they believe in the last day. And whoever takes shaitan as an associate, what an evil associate shaitan will be. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also, he explains, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as we know, and we mentioned this over and over, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whatever he said, it was not out of his own accord, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired him, as Allah says, وَمَا يَنْتِكُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَىٰ so we find that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he describes three groups of people. Hadith is a lengthy hadith. But I would like to look at the last group, the third group. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, وَرَجُلٌ And a man, can be a female as well. وَسَّعَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَأَعْطَاهُ مِنْ أَصْنَافِ الْمَالِ كُلِّهِ That there will be a man or a female as well, whom Allah has made rich. Whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them a lot of wealth. And to whom he had given them all kinds of wealth. فَأُوتِيَ بِهِ فَعَرَّفَهُ نِعَمَهُ فَعَرَفَهَا So he will be brought to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah will make him known to him, his favors, and he will recognize them. قَالَ فَمَا عَمِلْتَ فِيهَا and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah will ask this person and what did you do about them? This wealth that I gave you, what did you do with this wealth? Did you pay your zakah when you were supposed to pay your zakah? Did you give sadaqah when you were supposed to or when you were able to give sadaqah? Did you spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And this person will answer and he will say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, مَا تَرَكْتُ مِنْ سَبِيلٍ تُحِبُّ أَنْ يُنْفَقَ فِيهَا إِلَّا أَنْفَقْتُ فِيهَا لَكَ And then he will say that I left no path untrodden in which you like money to be spent without spending it for your sake. Meaning, he says that, oh Allah, I spent in your path. When my zakah was supposed to be paid, I paid my zakah. When I was supposed to give sadaqah and I saw a good project, I gave sadaqah. And this was all for your sake, O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says to this person, Kadhabt, that indeed you have lied. وَلَكِنَّكَ فَعَلْتَ لِيُقَالْ هُوَ جَوَّادٌ and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says to this person that you have lied. Because what did you do? But rather fa'alta liyuqal. But rather you did this, you spent in my way so that people can say, huwa jawadun. So people can say, mashallah, what a generous person this is. Faqad qila. And so it will be said, thumma umira. And the angels will be commanded bihi, fasuhiba. عَلَىٰ وَجْهِهِ ثُمَّ أُلْقِيَ فِي النَّارِ And then this person will be dragged on his face and he will be thrown in the fire of Jahannam. Amongst the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over the believer with regards to paying zakah is something also extremely important and this is that we give 
of our purified wealth in the sake of or for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this obviously goes more for people that needs to pay zakah on farming produce, for example, on their dates, on their cattle, etc. So you would not give from your wealth, which is in terms of giving your camel or your cattle, etc. You won't give a camel or a sheep that has a broken leg or is injured, etc. But rather you will give of the best that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you, you will give that the best in the way of your zakah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu anfiqu min tayyib. من طيبات ما كسبتم ومما أخرجنا لكم من الأرض ولا تيمموا الخبيث منه تنفقون ولستم بآخره إلا أن تهمدوا فيه واعلموا أن الله غني حميد الله سبحانه وتعالى then says oh you believe spend and donate from the best what you have and of what we have produced for you from the earth do not pick out worthless things for donation which you yourselves would only accept with closed eyes and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is self-sufficient and praiseworthy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is also an important lesson for whatever we do in life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِمٍ so whenever we do something, whenever we give someone something, then try to give of the best. Allah says you will never achieve righteousness until you donate some of what you cherish. And whatever you give is certainly well known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From amongst the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over the believer with regards to zakah. Is that muwafaqatu sunnati nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fi ikhraj zakatihi aw sadaqatihi. And from the rights that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has over us with regards to our spending and paying our zakah, is that zakah needs to be in conformity with the Quran and with the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As we know and we establish, zakah is ibadah. And for worship to be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it must have two ingredients. Number one, it must have ikhlas. And we spoke about this earlier. Must be sincere for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second ingredient is that it needs to be in conformity with the Quran and with the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And like this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has explained in the Quran, for example, the eight categories, the eight recipients of zakah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah At-Tawbah, verse number 60, إِنَّمَا الصَّدَقَاتُ لِلْفُقَرَاءِ وَالْمَسَاكِينَ وَالْعَامِلِينَ عَلَيْهَا وَالْمُؤَلَّفَةِ قُلُوبُهُمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says that zakah, يعني your arms tax, is only for the poor and the needy, for those employed to administer the zakah, for those whose hearts are attracted 
to the faith. وفي الرقاب والغارمين وفي سبيل وابن السبيل فريضة من الله والله عليم حكيم. And the others are those, as we mentioned, those that are attracted to the deen of Allah and for freeing slaves and for those that are in debt and for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's cause يعني في سبيل الله and for needy travelers and this is فريضة من الله and this is an obligation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so I can't decide that today you know I want to give zakah to such and such a person without checking this eight groups that Allah has mentioned. I can't decide that I want to do this and I want to do that with my zakah money. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has explained, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has informed us where your zakah money needs to go. So for example, there's someone is building a well. And I feel that, mashallah, my zakah is 30,000 rand. And they need 25,000 rand to build a well. I cannot take zakah money and build a well. Because the well doesn't fall under these eight categories. And something that needs to be addressed, which is something which is extremely common in today's time, is that people... They are using and they are taking zakah money, making big, big pots of food. Where is the food going to? How do you know that you are spending your money as it's not going to one of these eight categories? Another example of the incorrect way of spending zakah or spending the wealth of zakah is that people take their zakah money and they make food parcels. One of the things with regards to zakah is that zakah must be given to the recipient in cash or in a money form so that the recipient, he can decide what he needs to do with that money. So for example, I know someone that can accept zakah. And what happens? So we know that he can accept zakah and we make him Mashallah, a big food parcel. But Alhamdulillah, he has food at home. But for example, his children don't have clothing. For example, he himself doesn't have clothing. So now what must he do? Must he take your parcel and go sell it? Whereas he was, if we done it the correct way, and we gave the money as he was supposed to be given, then the recipient will be able to use it, in the correct way or something to benefit him. And this is why it is extremely important, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, that we need to also understand who we give our monies to. Because sometimes we just give zakat just to get the burden off me. But we don't investigate. Where is my money spent? How is my money spent? And yes, you could say, yeah, but it falls on them and they are responsible. In a way, you correct. But in a way, it is your duty as well to check where your money is spent. 
The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says to us in a hadith, this hadith is narrated by Abu Huraira radiallahu an, that he says that the poor person is not the one who goes around to ask the people. So he goes to people and he asks them for a mouthful or two of meals or a date or two. But the poor is that who has not enough money to satisfy his needs and whose condition is not known to others. That others may give him something in charity and who does not beg from the people. So now we understand how our zakah should be given and that it is part of our ibadah, it is part of our worship and that we need to investigate and we need to follow the correct protocols. Amongst the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over the believer in paying zakah is that muraqabatu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi adai zakah that we need to also take note and we need to understand how we are spending our zakah and what we are doing with it. We also need to understand and that we need to realize that when we pay our zakah or when we give sadaqah to someone, never turn back and remind this person that you know you were struggling five years ago and I paid my zakah to you. Your children never had clothes. You lost your job during COVID, whatever it might be. And your business closed. And you never had an income. And you were a recipient to zakah. And we gave you zakah. Or sadaqah as well. So you know someone and you gave him a 500 rand. And after a year you tell him, you know what brother? You know what sister, remember? I gave you 500 rand. So if I tell you to do this, now you need to do this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ لَا يُتْبِعُونَ مَا أَنْفَقُوا مَنَّوْ وَلَا أَذَى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah, those who spend their wealth in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they do not follow their charity with reminders of their generosity or hurtful words, they will get the reward. So lahum ajruhum inda rabbihim wa la khawfun alayhim wa la hum yahzanun. Allah says that these group of people, they don't remind people what we've done for you. They will get the reward from the Lord and there will be no fear for them nor will they grieve. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ خَيْرٌ مِّن صَدَقَةٍ يَتْبَعُهَا أَذَا وَاللَّهُ غَنِيٌّ حَلِيمٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ That kind words and forgiveness they are better than charity followed by injury. And what is charity by injury? The examples that I gave now. That you remind people, I did this for you. You remind people that I did that. And that is human nature. Generally, we are a people that do that. This is human nature. So I gave someone something. I helped someone. And maybe I called him. I called her after three, four months. Can you help me with something? And maybe genuinely the person was busy. But what is human nature? 
You might not tell them, but you think to yourself, yeah, you know what? But when you wanted something, I helped you. When you wanted this, I did that. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means that follow up by injury. And then Allah says, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu la tubtilu sadaqatikum bil manni wal adha. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says, O oh, you who believe, O oh, believers, do not waste your charity with reminders of your generosity or hurtful words to people. Don't remind people. If you do something, you do it out of the greatness or out of the love for this person or out of your generosity. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as we mentioned at the start of this talk, that this chapter or this bab of zakah, it is a very intricate chapter and it is something that needs to be studied as we mentioned. And all that we spoke about today was some encouraging words. And you obviously need to go out. You need to check. Am I able to pay zakah? Is zakah compulsory on me now? And the reason why many people, they speak about this topic during the month of Ramadan. Because many people, they've worked their wealth out that day. The year basically starts on a particular date in the month of Ramadan. And in the next year in Ramadan, this is where they calculate the zakah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide and protect us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our shortcomings. We've, like we mentioned, we've reached basically the halfway of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes that he makes the second half better. And remember, start preparing for the last ten nights of Ramadan. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. أشهد أن لا إله إلا أستغفرك وأتوب إليك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته.